The Ewan Grant Podcast, the Limestone Coast Triple M. G'day, it's Ewan. Welcome to the Ewan Grant Podcast and welcome to everyone joining me on the Listener app. In today's podcast, we're going to find out all about in-home hospice care. Maureen Klimberg's going to join me in a moment with all the details. If you've never been out to Ghost Mushroom Lane, the Ghost Mushrooms are back for 2022 and the season has got underway. We'll find out the details soon. And Jade Hill is going to join me from SAPOL. Good morning, Ewan. Issues. Now, Maureen, you in-home hospice care, how are things scams? going coming up? Uh, yes. We, we are progressing um, steadily and we are very, um, very pleased and feeling very encouraged with the community um, response to, first of all, our call for um, community members to train as our hospice volunteers. They undertake a six-week course of palliative care training. We have just trained the second group um, of volunteers. We already have another 10 names down That's um, for the next training. Yep, so it's, it's quite encouraging. So they are supporting um, people who are approaching end of life, supporting not only the patient, but also the carers. Um, easing their burden. Now, Maureen, one of the things that you guys are doing towards the end of the month, you're having a fundraiser for in-home hospice care because at the moment you you need to do a lot of fundraising to keep this this program in the Limestone Coast. Yes, yes. We have not been able to date to secure further um, government funding. Our community um, donation, which was a um, magnificent sum of $60,000, will um, run out in July. So unless we are successful in securing a palliative care grant, which we should know by the end of this month, we need to raise considerable funds to be able to continue this really valuable community service and so we're holding our first fundraiser at the Glen Burnie Hall on May 28th. And we invite all the community to gather their friends, come along. We're limited to 130 people. Um, it'll be a night of 60s, 70s, 80s live music with local band Backroom Panic. It's only $30 per person. Um, you can bring your own drinks. We will supply some nibbles through the evening. So we're looking forward to sharing a night um, with the community for the benefit of the community. Maureen, how can we get tickets and make sure we secure one of those 130 spots? Yep. You can phone in-home hospice care on 87 257 448 or call into 1 James Street in Mount Gambia between Monday to Thursday between 9.30am to 3pm and they will hold tickets um, for you until you're able to pick them up. It sounds like it's going to be an absolutely sensational night and if you'd like to get tickets, make sure you jump online and secure your tickets early because they are going to fly out the door. It is time to talk ghost mushrooms. Julian Speed is on the line. He is the Forestry SA Chief Executive. Julian, good morning. Morning, how are you? You're good. Hey, Julian, we are talking because Ghost Mushroom Lane is back open. Um, it is such a popular thing in the Limestone Coast to check out the ghost mushrooms. It is, yeah. yeah. It's it's getting to be fairly well known now. We've, um, we've run it uh, 
for, for about five years. We did have an interruption um, uh, due to COVID, uh, of course, um, last year, but, um, uh, or sorry, in 2020, but we're, we're back again now and hoping for a, um, you know, a full-on visitor experience again. Now, James, tell me, have you been out to see the ghost mushrooms? Yes, I have. I, um, not not yet this year because they're, um, it's really only just opened up again, but certainly I've been out there in the past and had a, had a look around. And um, by all accounts, um, this year we should expect some fairly good um, mushroom colonies um, popping up with, um, I guess, now that the cold weather appears to be here. Yeah. And um, take us through what it's like to be out in the middle of the forest and, and check out the ghost mushrooms because it's it's an eerie sight, isn't it? It is, yeah. It, it's it's got to be said that um, it's certainly much better um, uh, at, at certain times than others. So the moonlight does play a, a fair part in this. On a really dark evening, it's um, it's probably a, um, a more more visible experience. Certainly, the glowing of the mushrooms shows up a lot more. Um, uh, but also, at, at almost any stage, you can actually find a um, a fairly good cluster. Of, of mushrooms and and obviously our staff put in a fair bit of time and effort um, uh, putting in extra walking trails and redirecting the visitors towards the um, uh, the best spots to have a look yeah and for people who would like to go along and check out the ghost mushrooms during the course of the season running through may and june julian how can people do so um, well, probably the easiest thing to do is to is to go to the forestry sa website there's a um a link there uh, to Ghost Mushroom Lane, and that will also um, direct people to um, to purchase visitor passes for for vehicles. Um, obviously, um, people don't need to go down this path, but there is also the op- the option of taking um, guided tours, and that website will direct people to find those as well. Mm. Julian, obviously, we're we're wandering around a forest that is working. We're part of a, a forest industry in the Limestone Coast. There are going to be uh, signs around for log trucks in the areas, but uh, you guys want to make sure that people know that they can get to Ghost Mushroom Lane. Yeah, that's right. So people will see. A bit of the normal um, forest harvesting activity um, along, I think, Kangaroo Flat Road. Um, but people shouldn't be too concerned um, uh, by the fact that there are operations nearby. Um, in fact, these things occur in, in plantation forests, so um, it's not unusual. Uh, please just follow the signs. Um, if there are any, um, please observe them. But um, yeah, don't, don't be put off by the fact that there's some um, reflective signage around the place. Uh, to help people navigate their way. Julian, it's going to be another fantastic season of ghost mushrooms. I cannot go uh, wait to go out there and check them out myself. Thanks for chatting to us this morning. No problems. Now, Limestone Coasters, South Australian police are always busy. Jade Hill joins us on the line to talk about what has been going on. Jade, good morning. Good morning, Ewan. How are you? I'm good. Now, Jade, one of the interesting things that took place last week, some uh, stolen firearms were located. Great news and a great result for the, the local police. Yeah, so a man was arrested after some stolen firearms were found at a property near Panola. That was just after 1.30pm on Wednesday the 4th of May. Police attended and searched a property at Short. Officers located and seized two stolen firearms, equipment associated with firearms and a significant amount of ammunition as well. So that 38-year-old man from the address was arrested and charged with serious criminal trespass, theft and firearms offences. He was bailed um, to appear in the Millicent Magistrates Court on June 8th. We have had instances, Ewan, of firearms being stolen in our region, particularly from rural properties. 
And firearm security is incredibly important with regard to any firearm and or ammunition. And South Australia Police do urge all firearms licence holders to do a security check of their firearms, safes and ammunition and also check that their registrations and licences are all up to date. This provides two key functions and it ensures safety and security of firearms for owners of firearms whilst also preventing firearms ending up in the hands of criminals. So the Firearms Act 2015 um, provides a general amnesty to enable persons to surrender any unauthorised or unwanted firearm part or ammunition to a police station or a participating licensed dealer. And the aim of the general firearms amnesty is to take the, make the community a safer place by removing unwanted, unregistered or illegal firearms. Firearms, parts, mechanisms, fittings, prohibited firearms, accessories sound moderators and ammunition from the community, making it harder for guns to fall into the wrong hands. So people are encouraged to hand these in at a participating licensed firearms dealer premises or to police at any police station without fear of prosecution. Compensation is not offered for firearms surrendered through the amnesty and protection of the amnesty is only available if a person takes the unauthorised or illegal firearm or other item to a police station or participating licensed firearms dealer and surrenders it. So the amnesty doesn't apply for people who maintain possession of an unauthorised or illegal firearm or other part. Police will investigate um, any surrendered firearm recorded as stolen property or suspected of being involved in a crime. Mm. And any firearm um, located as part of a deceased estate as well may also be surrendered as part of the amnesty, but can, other conditions do apply. So we urge people to contact Firearms Branch for more details. But I suppose importantly too, with that recent seizure, if anyone does have information about people in our community with illegal firearms or ammunition, please assist us by calling Crime Stoppers on 1800 333 000 or go online to crimestoppers.com.au and you can report 24 hours, seven days a week and remain anonymous. Now Jade, one of the things that we talked about last week was scams and there is a solar email scam going around at the moment. Yeah, we want to warn the public to be mindful of the ongoing threat posed by online scams and a recent email detected claims to be from a popular South Australian organisation and does contain a link to purchase solar panels. This is a phishing email and clicking on the link will take the user to a fake website. The fake website will prompt the user to enter personal details including an email address and password. These details can be used by cyber criminals to steal the user's identity and if funds are transferred, it's really highly unlikely that they'll get their funds back. They won't be recoverable. Phishing emails often contain spelling and grammatical errors which would not be expected from the organisation from which the email was supposedly sent. So it's really important that people carefully read the finer details of the email content. Other phishing methods may include text and social media messages. Just take the time to think before following any links or clicking on a button contained within emails or messages and if unsure, ring the business on a known and reputable number, not the number contained in the email or message. Always be open to the possibility that the message that you've received may be a dishonest phishing attempt designed to, de designed to deceive you and if anyone wants any further information on scams affecting South Australians, please visit www.police.sa.gov.au backslash scams or you can get more information on scams at www.cyber.gov.au. Now, Jade, in better news and brighter news, the South Australian School Beats Band is going to come for a visit. 
It is. So our South Australian Police Band, the School Beats Band, they're coming down to our region this week. They're performing at eight primary schools across the Limestone Coast. So we're going to have some entertained young people. And the band does communicate some really important messaging through their performances to those young people. So I'm really looking forward to that. Hey, Jade, it's always good to catch up to find out what's going on in the Limestone Coast. We'll catch up next week. We'll do it all again. Have a great week and stay safe. That's it for today's podcast. I'll be back Friday morning with everything Limestone Coast. Don't forget to catch up with everything happening across the Limestone Coast. Make sure you look out for the Mount Gambier Local Guide on Listener. You can catch up with me live on the radio, 6am weekday mornings on the Limestone Coast, 963 triple M.